Oh God, it's a different. Hold on, shit, Jill. Can I break this glass? No. Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast. Uh, there's no energy there. Let me try it again. <laughs> Jesus, Jay. Do you guys get what I did there? Because this intro song on this series was so abrasive. It was like shatter. It's like Stone Cold Steve Austin coming into the room. <laughs> Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are those couples Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and our producer Terry. This week we're here to talk about. The Greatest Show of the Galaxy, Season 25, written by Stephen Wyatt, directed by Alan Waring, aired December 14th, 1988 to January 4th, 1989. Cody, it is now time no. for everybody's favorite podcast segment, not, Cody's 40-second plot synopsis on your mark, get set, go! Uh... There's a lots of mucus and on a bus there are tickets please. It's a robot. They, I think like he pretends to get a ticket, gives them the old baboozle. They get to a strange lady with a card. She's like, fuck you, circus people. They get to a circus. The circus is like, fuck you, other people. They all get in. And there's like a clown and a, like a, a gypsy lady. And then they bring people in and then they kill them. But some people they don't die, but they kill them later. And there's like three people in the crowd. They're like entertain me and they eat chips and there's a werewolf lady and this Chris. weird guy safari man and there's an eyeball and the fucking Ragnarok. what the fuck did you make us watch <laughs> the greatest show in the galaxy <laughs> you chose this not me i no what it was was our D campaign yeah. oh my Ooh. god it was yeah, the witch light it's literally all i could think of yeah that's that's okay. what it was so the reason we did this episode this week is because uh, i think on the 23rd of october we're getting the centenary special jody's last episode and ace is going to be in it so i want you guys to watch one story with ace but i didn't want it to be her last story i didn't want it to be a dalek story so i just picked two random stories that i haven't seen because i wanted it to be new to me you guys chose this one. Uh, I think the other choice was Curse of Fenric. Cody. Yeah. Once Upon a Time, the year of our Lord, 1995, <laughs> 1998, <laughs> there was a Doctor Who Magazine 35th anniversary poll of the 160 classic Doctor Who stories. Where do you think this one fell on that list? 100. And fifty-eight. <laughs> Cody, they can't all be in the bottom five. I've been wrong every time, but I am so <laughs> sure that I am right. This Terry, what you got? I'm gonna say one thirty-six. Sam, one twenty. Wrong. Jill. 
127. Alex. Dang. Uh, I'm going to go like 86. For the second straight week, Alex is within single digits. It was 84. Oh, no. Okay, to be fair, I would have placed it much more in that area. I didn't think fandom would have. Uh, the other one that we didn't pick was number 14. So <gasps> try to remember that for a few years from now when we actually watch it. All of you. Oh. <laughs> this is your fault. And <laughs> I blame you all. <laughs> Sam, Sam was out, overruled in the last episode to watch this one, and she hated this episode, I guess. Because of Jill? <laughs> because of Jill. Hey, Sam, what would you think of this one? It was fine. I like magic. <laughs> oh. And hardcore gangster rap. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh rap. that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> A lot. Oh, man. Um, Cody, what'd you think? Jake. Yeah. I need that picture that I sent you uh-huh. pre-COVID of me uh-huh. looking straight out to you. Why'd you send it pre-COVID? We used to do this in person. <laughs> because I just wanted you to have a picture of me. Look at it, Jake. Don't get <laughs> off of track. This series was actually pretty garbage. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue that. It's it's just a story, Cody. It's not a series. Uh, um, story, that's the name. That's, I could, could not think, think of, of that. Jill? I didn't hate it. I definitely thought everyone else would hate it. Except maybe Alex. He's pretty neutral. And, and Terry, for different reasons. Um, so I understand why people hate it. I thought it was kind of fun. Like, it was just a fun story. Um, like, I thought the companions had a nice development. Or companion, I guess. But then there were multiple in the fourth. I don't know. I liked a lot of aspects of it. It's not... Like, I don't think it was a great story by any means, but I enjoyed it. Alex? Jake? Look yeah. into Cody's picture on your wall. <laughs> I already <laughs> am. And look him dead in the eyes and say, this is the best blind pick episode you've ever selected. <laughs> this it answer was I perfect. expected. It was perfect. Like, Ace was awesome. The story was creepy and, like, campy, but, like, over the top, so it made it funny. Like, it was... Oh my god, I, I love that this might be my favorite <laughs> classic Who series or See, uh, story. It's so good. Alex likes romps. This is and, 100% yeah. expected from Alex and from me. This is the <laughs> this this is how this is going to go. And I'm not I'm not trying to make correlations, but it had a werewolf in it in my last favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but as I was watching it, it was getting me in the like the Halloween mood. Like it, uh, I just, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Terry? I'm going to kind of agree with uh, Jill on this as well. It was good, entertaining. Story definitely could have been revamped a little bit to be either... <laughs> could have been written. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, just tweaking some stuff. But I loved the sporadic, like miniature characters that came in like bat boy on a bike died right away mr nerd shows up 
dead immediately. <laughs> just like they just introduce him and they're gone. And it's like, okay, cool. And just I I really thought the nerd was gonna be the way to get them out. Right. Like he knew everything yeah, about he the was place. Too annoying. I I thought he was gonna do it, but yeah, no, they just offed him. <laughs> yeah. But he's just there for Captain Cook to survive another round. <laughs> um, yeah. Did that guy cook a hamburger on the inside of his motorcycle? Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes. he did. Because it's fucking awesome. Did they eat a licorice hamburger? Could have been. I, they... I don't know. <laughs> who, who ate that licorice? Wasn't it? The licorice burger? That yeah. was the weird dude with the mask on the motorcycle who was just crazy and then died. Was it? That was the one that looked like licorice? Oh, what was his name? Nord. Nord, Nord was his name. Yeah. No, that wasn't Nord. Yeah, it was. Nord was on the bike. Which Nord is was a great boy. time to tell all of our viewers to use code... Uh, married to who? Uh, <laughs> we don't know no DVD. We just like to introduce you to Raid Shadowlanders, my favorite character. I do have NordVPN, but I use it to watch things on BBC iPlayer. Uh, oh, I just realized that might have been some like shitty foreshadowing. Nord, Norse, Ragnarok. Uh, oh. hey, you're grasping. You're grasping at strings. He is grasping. Nothing here is connected. Not even the gypsy lady, the clown, and the <laughs> ringmaster were connected. And they were part of the same circus. Oh, it was such a good story. I... Oh, man. Like, if you approach <laughs> this with, like, no seriousness, every scene is tongue-in-cheek, and you're just like, yeah, this is just a good old time for everybody, and you just kind of laugh at the awkward shit. I yeah, really enjoyed such a good time. the audience members, the mom-dad-child. I'm <laughs> just yeah. the constant kid going, Mom, Mom, I want ice cream. Shut up. Eat your chips. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does that Crisps. translate? Crisps. And it was popcorn from Ragnarok. Because clearly they're like proxies to the spirit of Ragnarok, or whatever the hell they called them. And they're just like bickering at each other. They want uh, to be entertained. Yeah, but we also. We, like, I would have a question for Jake that's already seen it, but he hasn't seen this, uh, like, season yet, right? You haven't seen any anything in this season, Jake? Uh, just the one, we, you and I watched the Dalek story. Right. So, so I've seen that. So he mentioned, like, he fights, like, all these Norse things. And so I assume this was, like, a running arc. And that's why the whole Ragnarok at the end doesn't bother me, because it seems like it's part of a bigger multi-story story oh okay nope nope not true really oh okay. really that's crazy <laughs> he just said like i fight norse gods all the time i'm the doctor is this the decade where doctor who producers finally bring sexualizing characters into the limelight there's one producer for the entirety of the 80s john nathan turner i don't know no, I wouldn't say anyone was really sexualized. Excuse me, there's a bear midriff on Ace, and a werewolf <laughs> lady is decidedly wearing like a swimsuit one piece or like a leotard <laughs> yeah. or something. But she's wearing a leotard. But for she's Doctor a Who, that's pretty risque. This is a family well, show. Your mind is stuck in the '60s. True, we've been in the '60s. Since 1988, man, we all wore leotards and bared our midriffs. Fucking A, imagine 1980 Jake in a leotard. Real quick, <laughs> everybody in the room. <laughs> no. 
You don't have to imagine. We'll find pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Just yoked out of his mind. He was also a wrestler, so he definitely did. Oh, fair enough. Not when I was five years old. <laughs> imagine wrestling in like a leotard that's like, like a female one-piece swimsuit. And it doesn't have the lagging part. It's just legit <laughs> cup in the balls. I had to wear one of those for a show. Oh. And it was thong, too. Oh. Yeah. But it, it was a show he did in his backyard for his parents. <laughs> 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 it was a free show. Wait, is this like a burlesque show? I'm confused. No, it was for Chorus Line. All right. As long as there's no further questions... <laughs> So we know Terry draws no lines to the director. This he's, he was probably like, "Thank you for the part. I will wear this. Thank you." You you didn't you didn't already just assume that? <laughs> yes. well, I just I just assume he brought his uniform. No, <laughs> yeah, no. The director had to get him to tone it down. I was and it like, was <laughs> I was one of the only like super out gay characters too in the show. So I got just to let be. it ride. Yeah. Bravo. Good for you. Hey, Jill. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think of Ace? I liked Ace. I want more of Ace. Ace is a badass, um, dude. Yeah. I like. I want to get to know Ace better. You, ex- you excited to see her in the centenary in a yeah. few weeks? So you said this wasn't her last story, didn't no. it? Wasn't it her last story? No. He said we, he didn't want us to see her last story. Well, I didn't want her to see. I didn't want to see her first story. She didn't really have a last story because the show got canceled when she was. Yeah, <laughs> this, oh, yeah, this Jake, duo it did. It did get canceled. This duo was the last duo in 1989 when the show just ended. Let me just get a round of applause for the for the producers and the heads at BBC. <laughs> Well, at this point, John Nathan Turner had like been trying to leave the show forever, but he loved it so much, and they kept saying, like, if you leave, we're just going to cancel it. <laughs> and he was just kind of like forced to keep making this show. Is he the one who played the Doctor? No, that was Sylvester McCoy. Oh, who played... Oh, was this the director? Or the produ- who is Nathan Turner? The producer, producer. the showrunner. Okay. I do think that like this duo seems like what we all always say we want. Like yes. a companion that does their own thing, like has their own brain, has their mm-hmm. own little, you know, is a agenda. badass. Yeah, like that's great. And they've they've done a lot of fun stuff on Big Finish, the two of them, and they've explored Ace's character a lot more. Um, you know why she is the way she is and stuff she's dealing with, and it gets pretty fucking dark sometimes. Oh, dang! I agree with Jill on that. Ace is pretty cool, especially when she was like talking to Nord about the bike. I don't like that she calls everything she likes Ace. Be like Terry running around calling everything Terry, which she does. Oh my god. <laughs> but her real name is Dorothy. Okay. Oh. That name she from goes the by doctor. Ace. Wondering about, well, because on her jacket, know. it says Ace Roofing Company. Like, does he just yeah. call her Ace because she wears that jacket all the time? She insists on being called Ace. But we'll get to all that at a later day. Hey, Sam. Hey, Jake. What'd you think of McCoy as the doctor? More magic. (laughs) His dancing was amazing. (laughs) More, yes. Yes. I enjoyed. Much enjoyed. Did you McCoyed? Oh. I'm going to bed. Who 
Who are you, boys? <laughs> Nobody acknowledge anything. Let's just move on. <laughs> all right, Future Jay, cut all the naysayers. <laughs> I, I liked the actor. The story felt a little bit like the Doctor had no clue. And that's different. But the, the Doctor game... knew. He went yeah, back to the cage. Yeah, I guess he's just faking it, right? Yeah. Yeah, this Doctor does it a lot, where he kind of like, plays dumb but then also and then you know always kind of knows what's going on but never says anything and then also like gets really mad like he will yell at ace but then he's like you know with a with a bit of a twinkle but he he gets dark sometimes he's got that kind of like matt smith had that darkness be- beneath the surface yeah yeah i, I did resonate forget about the him. whole ending where he's like or they're like you were running this whole thing the whole time he's like yep so okay so i guess he played dumb really well and also, cool guys don't look at explosions. Thank you. Thank you for that. I want to know the budget on the explosions. Dude, they blew up so much stuff. <laughs> it was good. I want to know who would show this to a child. Yeah, that lead clown dude. Holy shit. Oh, I'm nightmare doing the fuel. Thing he right was now. good. Just nightmare fuel. But if anyone needs like a visual on. Uh shit, what was his name? Uh Mr. Light in our D&D campaign, it's that guy. Like literally that guy. So yeah, it's kind of hard to get like a grasp on this like galaxy in this time where like some boy is obsessed with the psychic circus cuz he's been hearing about it and then he's like so he's from another planet and he somehow got there but then is riding a bicycle to the circus and then this fruit sand lady seems to live on a desolate planet that just has a circus in the middle of nowhere like there's no feeling of place or time or anything and maybe that's the point but i think it's a dumb point <laughs> it didn't feel like a a world at all it felt like a stage play so i took that i took that as like cuz the doctor knew of the place and they're like, oh yeah, everyone's nice and it's a great place. But then everyone he encounters is like shitty and mean. So I took that to be like this Ragnarok and uh, Carnival has been eating away at this population and like that's all that's left. Like it's just nothing. But they haven't been there that long. Haven't they? No, all those people are still young. Like, they got there with the intention of, like, actually starting a circus and then happened to land in a hellmouth. And, you know, it took them over. And now they're just going to keep going. But they, so they couldn't have been there too long, but long enough to, like, be brain addled, I guess. What's the girl's name that works with Kingpin? Megs. Uh, Megs. Flower Power. Captain. Is that it? Flower Power? No. Well, the girl that died is like uh, so that's flower no, the one child. That's like crazy. You're talking the werewolf. Oh, no, yeah. not no. no. Are you talking the werewolf or the lady with the crystal ball? Yeah, lady with the crystal ball. That was Morrigan, which I thought was really cool because that's also a D and D thing. I'm sure it's not just D and D, but that's how I know it. What was your I question? Like her a lot. Oh, okay. I was just asking her name. I, I couldn't remember her name. That was Terry's what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's like, this was going somewhere, but we stopped. <laughs> the whole, like, speech with her at the end was real nice. That is her, right? Like, I'm not... 
I'm gonna have to look up some stuff. Hold on. I mean, she, she died. doesn't have a speech because she died. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so who's the? Are you talking crazy hair? Yeah. Yeah, that's Megs. She's the werewolf. <laughs> the one that turns into a werewolf. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the. Th- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, Jill. You gotta quit watching your car, man. Like, come on. No. Which that transformation that she went through was super fun. And graphic and disturbing and yeah. just awesome. Yeah. Like, I Greatest thought it was episode coloring for lights, but it was legit. Like, just the makeup was just added over and over after every shot. It was really fun. I think also when she was chasing the doctor, like, they put some sort of makeup on her hands and hair to, like, when the light hit it, it, like, shined really bright green. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. She was great. Five bucks to anyone that can name the role that that actress plays in New Who. Is it Donna's mom? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. No. One of the Time Lords. She, no one will ever get it. Card number three. In In Voyage of the Damned, the Christmas special with David Tennant and Kylie Minogue, he saves the Titanic from crashing into the royal palace and the queen like goes outside and says thank you doctor as she's waving there's like a shot of the queen from behind she's the voice of the queen oh my god <laughs> okay oh. she's become a pretty prolific voice actor she does a lot of video game stuff oh she even played samus in a metroid game holy shit big accolade <laughs> wait samus doesn't talk yeah i was gonna say isn't samus like the like master chief <laughs> Hey, I need a weapon. I didn't say, I didn't say she won awards for it. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's the reason why the character doesn't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I really, I really just want to keep talking about the rapping. Oh God! <laughs> but, oh God! Yeah. I particularly like when the doctor's in the in the stands and he's chosen. I didn't hate every, it. Every time the doctor talks, the dude rhymes to the, what the doctor says. And it's great. That kept my attention for sure. I like, <laughs> but it's so it's so eighties rap. Like what TV writers thought rapping was in nineteen eighty eight. Like that's what every song on TV was. Was that that beat that cadence? It was the best. It's oh, struck, here it's is struck a story me as all about how my life yeah. got flipped yeah. turned upside <laughs> yep. down. It struck me as a little racist because the only black guy in the story <laughs> is rapping. <laughs> Oh, we're we're still in the '60s. It's about to get pretty, quite racist. Uh, Vanilla Ice that just was, getting wait. sunk right out, right out in the open. No, this episode, this episode was when '98, '88, '88 into '99. Okay. The last episode was '89. It screamed '80s for sure. Yeah, no like shit. Like neon man. green hair. The intro. Oh, we got this far and you didn't know this was in the 80s? That uh-huh <laughs> style of No, when you said it was in the 60s, I was very confused about what you were talking about. Oh, I said we are in the 60s. We just watched in this episode, Jake. Shut up, Sam. <laughs> we had a glimpse of the future. I can say the future. Uh, one of the episodes we didn't watch because it doesn't exist, I forgot to mention it's the one Doctor Who episode that has the N-word in it. Oh, oh. oh my gosh. Just ta- talking about racist stuff in Doctor Who, I kind of forgot. Like, someone in the background is doing any, mini, miny, mo, but, like, the old school version. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Yikes. Mm. Who let that one pass? Go ahead, Terry. I was just going to say I hated at the end of a whole story that both Megs and Kingpin were like, we want to start our own circus. Like, are you crazy? Like, you just went through this. Everyone else is dead already. <laughs> like, It was Kingpin's dream. Like, it was, Megs was, wasn't really <laughs> super on board. She's like, I'm a werewolf. I'm gonna kill people. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, nah, you'll be fine. You can resist it. She has not shown any evidence of that. Yeah, I thought no. <laughs> werewolves only became werewolves at full moons. And also real full moons and not fake Just partial pictures moons? of full moons. Fake partial yeah. moons. It's not, it wasn't even a picture of a full moon. Turns out she just has <laughs> allergies to moons. And yeah. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more of a transformation. It just was a lot of her like salivating and sharp teeth. <laughs> I liked earlier in the story when she kind of like got angry and started growling. Oh, Would have liked a little more of that, like a little more... Uh, kind of exploration of her before just flat out turning into a monster. Yeah. And it also made me think maybe it was more of like like an Incredible Hulk thing where she got mad and changed instead of just, uh, here's a picture of half a moon. <laughs> like, why not put a full moon? I'm still... Because <laughs> it came it from a light. can't a full moon, Sam. It, it, so it came from a light. That they were shining, and if it's just a full moon, that's just a spotlight. It looked like, like a, it had like the divots in it. Sure. It had the Swiss cheese effect of the moon. Here's what I want to know. This show at this point had been on for thir- or, yeah, 25 years. Uh, and there had been lasers upon lasers upon lasers. They didn't have like a banked laser effect somewhere. That they could use because I've seen older episodes. There's way better laser effects. What was this robot laser that oh, it was shooting? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they spent all the money. They straight up murdered that clown. Like the other ones were robots. I was like, oh, she killed all the robots. Then they're gonna like, you know, this guy's gonna snivel for his life or whatever. Ace just shoots him right in the fucking face. <laughs> Domes yeah. him. Yeah. To be fair, she like couldn't control it, right? Yeah, she was having troubles turning it off. So. We'll put it on malfunctioning. Typical woman. It doesn't work the first time. She just oh, hit no. the button 500 times. Oh, no. <laughs> that clown was evil AF. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that dude's voice, like, it. it's not what you think when you see that clown. You think it's going to be, like, a high-pitched clown voice, but he's just got, like, this deep, like, disturbing yeah. voice. And he's kind of, like, I think the, you know, with the, with makeup... the white paint, his teeth kind of look weird. Oh, and... The makeup really sold it, too. Yeah, it, just oh. that eyebrow yeah. going up into the hat like disappearing and then the weird crooked mouth just beautiful yeah so good oh, and the first time he sees someone die and he puts his hand up to his head and does like an explosion motion i was just like that was like sinister as fuck yeah. and then later him and all the robots like all do it together at once when somebody dies yeah it's, it's really cool it's it's wild that dude is iconic like like just his expressions and the character he was playing. It, oh man, you it can was tell. Great. What was the name of that thing? Which thing? Oh, was it? Was he the chief clown? That yeah. sounds about right. That I don't was, think he really oh, had a name. Um, but you can like Ian Reddington. Tell yeah. he just wanted to kill people. He wasn't here because he was trapped. He just wanted to murder folks. And he was he was amazing. Like when when 
he got the news that they went back to the bus or whatever, and he knew that they'd already set up a new robot to kill them. Like he got this really slow grin on his face, and that was so creepy too. Like that dude killed it. Question. Nope. Oh. So that dude reprises <laughs> the role of that clown in a big finish from 2020 called The Psychic Circus. I might have to get that. Wait, what is that's a oh, you said big finish? Yeah, it's a big finish story. Oh. Um written by the same guy who wrote this one. Um it has the master in it. Hell and... yeah. It's the second in a trilogy of stories pitting the Seventh Doctor against another rogue Time Lord. Oh, man. I have to listen to three stories because it's a trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll just read the wiki. What's your question, Terry? I got the answer. Cool. Um, Is there a reason why Ace keeps calling the Doctor Professor? Is it like the same kind of scenario that uh, Bill had? with the doctor of like thinking it was a professor and just kept going that way with it. It. Yeah. You see, this reminds me of a story. Um, you see, I don't know. Next question. Go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, where is Ace's rucksack? In the TARDIS. Okay. Question. <laughs> Why do you care? I thought it would be important to the story. She brought it up twice and then nothing it wasn't. happened. Yeah. twice like two minutes into the entire story yeah it was a key conversation <laughs> i thought it would nah. be noteworthy uh but yeah what is the professor thing because i was at, i was wondering that too just a nickname she gives him oh that's boring well, that's yeah <laughs> that's why it's rated 136 no <laughs> It wasn't. It was 484. Sad. Also, pretty sus, Alex. Pretty sus being single digits two weeks in a row. Pretty sus. I'll be watching you. Hey, I'm picking with my heart. It's not up to me that I am right. (laughs) Check his browser history. He's been looking at this website. (laughs) Alex is the fandom. He's our control. (laughs) Shaka not being the one to check his browser history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the first part of creepiness that I got was when they're in the TARDIS and the junk mail like started talking back to her. She's like, so what? You scared? You you don't want to come because you scared? Like it was. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a Brooklyn. Yeah, it was um, creepy. Accent dog. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, like we, ma- it's made such a big deal of that things can't just uh, materialize inside the TARDIS, and this thing does. And the Doctor's like, "Oh, cool! It materialized inside the TARDIS." And then their their viewing screen gets fucking pop up ads. Brutal, man! They're even getting you on the TARDIS. Yeah, future sucks. I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Who who played the explorer? Because he was also really good. They had so many good the characters. Captain. I looked him up because he looked super familiar. He hasn't been in anything we would know, oh. but he was dope. He was he's, dope. I mean, he's been in a million things, and he's a big, prolific stage actor as well. Just nothing, you know, no one big thing that you would know him from. 
Yeah, he's so good. His name is T.P. McKenna. Terry. Yes. Do you know what your segment is? Uh, everything I wanted to say, but didn't get to say. To say it at the end. I like that segment. Alex, give us that costume. Can't even get your own fucking segment right, Terry. (laughs) It's true. Terry, your segment is the costume segment. Oh, costumes were fun. Uh, Clowns were super fun to look at. Um, Just great patterns all around. I did love how, like, just according to everyone's name, is what. They were like bellboy, looked like a bellboy, a really hot bellboy, but bellboy nonetheless. Uh, flower child. Objectification. Yeah. <laughs> flower child looked like flower child. Uh, ringmaster, shiny as hell. Really great. Um, oh, God. Wearing the the gods outfits at the end. It's like, you're just wearing styrofoam. That's all you are. I thought those were super cool. They were. Like, carving those would have been a bitch, but oh my god. So fun. It looked like it moved with them. Yeah, I'm sure there was like a cloth, like, inside, and there was just exoskeleton styrofoam for a body. Um... Cart Lady was super fun to watch. Uh, just her, like, <laughs> trying to be pretty Sunday best for business, but she still just looked like a garbage pile. And just great. <laughs> Jeez. Um, like, those are the characters that you really love. <laughs> that are just like, we need to make you look good, but like real trashy at the same time that no one would buy your product. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. I thought everything worked well together. Um, worked great with the set. I didn't really see any like major problems. I thought the doctor, his costume looks great. I love the mix of patterns, how his umbrella has a question mark with his vest. Like he's got a theme going on. Um, and that was a, that was a John Nathan Turner thing too. The producer's, Every all of his doctors had question marks on their outfits, and it's fucking stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I just truly love that umbrella. Like it's a super cool umbrella. Um, I do like he did a move where Ace started like yeah, running he, like, away, and he snagged her back, her back with it. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Ace, I thought she kind of looked generic, but like all of her personality is in her coat. I feel that I almost like all of those patches on it, I feel is like a I'm just spitballing here, but like just from her adventures of like how she got this ring from or earring from Flower Child, like she just adds to her story as she goes on with the doctor on her coat. Like, I think that's a really fun idea if I'm just making this stuff up, but I I really like that idea for her character. As like a gatherer of mementos. I can't remember all the details about the coat. I've looked it up one time to see what the meaning of some of the things were. And I didn't get any satisfying answers. But there is like a Soviet Union star on there in one spot. Nice. And this was like during the Cold War. Like the height. Makeup was pretty good. Uh, I thought everything worked well with the lights. Like with that transformation thing with Meg's was really fun. Uh, When the doctor went to the dark circus... And 
God, I don't even know what they um, did. It's the psychic circus? No, the dark circus. Like, when he went to the Ragnarok with oh, the gods. Ragnarok people? Yeah, there was, like, that one random scene where he went through, like, a cavern of what the... Well, it was like, he was, like, uh, traveling from one dimension to yeah, another. Yeah, but, like, through mylar curtains, and it was all just random yeah. colors. Like, it looked visually cool, but I was very confused as to what was happening in that scene the first time I looked at it. But yeah, I guess that's that's what I've got for my segment. I, I liked it. You meshed two segments together there. <laughs> it was costumes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. Another oh. question. Uh-oh. How did the captain reanimate? Was that the gods just brought him back? Or did he just zombify himself i was real confused as to why he came back i was pretty out of it by this point i didn't give a shit okay so i i just assumed it was yeah the gods were just reanimating him okay because he was he was talking about like this stuff happening before and i wasn't sure if he was excited to also be that it was a weird scene. I think they just needed more drama for like, don't throw the medallion in the hole just yet. So they brought him back for that. So he could walk off the edge? Yeah. <laughs> like I could have been, he could have just stayed dead. It was fine. Last, it lasted for five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> that drama. <laughs> I didn't uh, ask anyone for tweets, so we don't have tweets. God damn it, Jake. You have one job. <laughs> on top of other jobs but god damn it <laughs> on top of all the other jobs no it's the one job is all those jobs just with commas in between <laughs> it's a csv of jobs <laughs> hey jill yeah who's your mvp i'm stuck between ace and the werewolf whose name i've already forgotten even though i asked a while ago Megs. Megs, yeah. I can't remember that. You didn't remember she was a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. She transitioned. I didn't remember that it was a wolf. I'll go Ace. She was great. You excited to see her? I'm excited. I'm interested to see, like, are they all these companions, like, working together? Are they all just, like, Pop in, pop out. Are they doing completely different characters? Uh, she's playing Ace. That's for sure. Um, it's basically confirmed that Katie Manning is going to be there too. She had she was uh, tweeting about the fact that she was shooting something at the same time. We know these gals were shooting their stuff, and then she's like, "Can't talk about it. It's super secret." <laughs> so probably getting Katie Manning, who is a third Doctor companion, my favorite companion. And uh, who knows, might be some others. I think the this seventh Doctor's only other companion, Mel. But uh, yeah, I think I think they'll get a scene or two, basically a glorified cameo. But this is going to be a long, action-packed episode. It's going to be pretty frenetic. I think. Alex, who's your MVP? And I was between what Jill was saying, but also the Explorer and the Clown. I think I got to go Clown. I was just blown away at how creepy he was. 
a little a little bit of a uh, head start by the fact that he's just a clown. Yeah. Ian Reddington played the clown. Yeah, the first time he shows up on screen and like does the slow roll down of the window of the car, it like I I went, "Ugh." <laughs> like it was so creepy. Do you prefer this like one companion style of storytelling? It's a little different than in New Who because you know, we're getting four episodes to tell a story or, you know, sometimes more in the past. Uh, but do you think you prefer this over a larger TARDIS crew or where do you stand? I think they both have pros. Um, what I like the best, I probably would like a single, a single companion with like adventure add-ons. So like we had mags and, um, what was the guy's name? Dirt Bucket or something like that? Yep. Deadbeat. <laughs> Deadbeat. Oh. Deadbeat. Dirt Bucket. <laughs> uh, well, his real name was... Um, Kingpin. Kingpin. Kingpin, yeah. yeah. But like like characters in the, in the story showing up and working with, say, the companion or the doctor separately, like I think those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, that's kind of what... That's kind of the formula. That's what always happens is the Doctor and the Companion are going to be separated. They each kind of latch on to a local of some kind, usually opposite gender, and then they meet at the end and solve the story. Yeah. But some of, some of my favorite stories, though, have group TARDIS teams. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I think my favorites are like the the unit years. Like we have the Doctor and a Companion, but then... We ha we have the unit team kind of around, and they're oh, always yeah. involved. Uh, Cody, who's your MVP? I'm with Alex on this one. Ian Redding, he was just a great character. Reddington. Ian Reddington. <laughs> <laughs> trying trying to come up with a question for everybody, and I I'm out after two. Good. Sam, who's your MVP? Uh, the greatest showman of all, the doctor, with his magic oh, shit. and his dancing. He didn't even play the spoons in the circus. It's oh, like this doctor's thing yeah. is he plays the spoons all the time. <gasps> and he did it in the TARDIS for a second. He plays spoons? Oh, yeah. This doctor just went up like two ticks on my chart. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, who's your MVP? My MVP is David Ashford, Janet Hargreaves, and Catherine Ludlow. The family. You get one MVP. Nope, it's the whole family. They worked so well together and just a joy to watch the entire time. They were a unit. Yeah. You can't have You're one unit outside the other. So <laughs> I suck my unit. <laughs> What's that that what movie is that from? I am uncomfortable with the energy produced in the studio today. <laughs> Clearly, it's something from your browser history, so. <laughs> My MVP is Rico Ross, the rapping ringmaster. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, he was the best. We got them all. That's, that's all the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cap Captain Cook was good. Captain I wish Cook someone was good, him. yeah. Well, our next 
podcast, which we won't be recording for a while, but and it won't air for a while because I haven't even released the last one. Um, Blammo. Will be the centenary special, Power of the Doctor. It's They say it's feature length. They haven't really said how long, or I haven't heard how long. Uh, it's October 23rd, 7.30 p.m. Uh, British time. I think that'll be 1.30 here. It'll air on BBC America probably at 8 o'clock. We won't be here. We, I was telling Alex, it's fitting because Jody's first episode, I watched on my phone in a hotel room in Germany. <laughs> and Jody's last episode, I'll be watching on my phone in a hotel in Ireland. <laughs> in the lounge of a hotel, because I will be watching over your shoulder. Well, they, we're going to be in Ireland, so I presume they have, they'll have the BBC. Ooh. I don't know what day we're going to be there. So we won't be in British Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, the 23rd will be in Dublin. You'll be in British Ireland. <laughs> no, we'll be in not British Ireland. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, ju I just wanted to make a British joke. <laughs> Oh, that's not a joke. It is. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they actually talk. <laughs> it's an anti-joke. Oh, no. Which is, in fact, Alex, a do joke. a song. Are you British or are you British? <laughs> anyway. Sorry, future Jake. <laughs> this has been Married to Who, our episode on Greatest Show of the Galaxy. Math, myself, Jake, Tony, Sam, Jill, and Alex. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for Power of the Doctor. <laughs> Bear on and on, bear on and on, bear 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 on